What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Four Things. Here's a quick synopsis. A young woman, Bella, is brought back to life by Dr. Goodwin Baxter, who gives her the brain of an infant. The film stars Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, Rami Youssef, Gerard Carmichael, Catherine Hunter, and Christopher Abbott. Standout performances. There seems to be a tendency that right after an actor wins that coveted Oscar award, that they start to take less risk and make less challenging films. That has not been the case for Emma Stone. Since winning the Oscar for La La Land, Stone has starred in the films Battle of the Sexes with Steve Carell as legendary tennis star Billie Jean King, her most underrated performance, the favorite with Olivia Colman and Rachel Weisz, her first film with director Yorgos Lanthimos, Zombieland Double Tap, a really good sequel to the original Zombieland, Cruella, which is way better than it has any right being, and has starred in two TV shows, Maniac with Jonah Hill and The Curse with Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie. That gets us to Poor Things, where Stone plays Bella, which I would call her most challenging role to date. She goes through a one-of-a-kind character arc, and it's the funniest she's ever been in a movie. Stone's next movie is another film with Yorgos Lanthimos, Kinds of Kindness with Jesse Plemons, Margaret Qualley, Willem Dafoe, and Hunter Schaefer. I find it interesting that Yorgos Lanthimos has become the director that Emma Stone has worked with the most. I mean, I would have thought maybe it would have been Damien Chazelle. She was at one point linked with Babylon. Babylon would have been a completely different movie with Emma Stone. I still think it would be a very good movie. I really love Margot Robbie and Babylon, though. I'm kind of waiting for her to re-team with Ryan Gosling. I mean, they made Crazy Stupid Love, Gangster Squad, and La La Land. I think the world is ready for the fourth collaboration between Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Because of Mark Ruffalo's run of playing the Incredible Hulk in the Marvel films, many overlook the fact that over the last few decades, he's been one of the best actors. He's particularly stellar in the films You Can Count On Me with Laura Linney, Eternal Sunshine, of the Spotless Mind, sharing his scenes with Kirsten Dunst, Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr., The Kids Are Alright, my particular favorite of his movies with Annette Bening and Julianne Moore, Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio, both of those films came out in 2010, Begin Again with Kira Knightley, Foxcatcher with Channing Tatum and Steve Carell, and Spotlight with Michael Keaton and Rachel McAdams. In Poor Things, Ruffalo plays Duncan Wedderburn, a lawyer who falls for Bella. Ruffalo is brilliant as this eccentric character. He's really going for it, and it completely worked on me. Some have called Ruffalo an overactor. I don't view him as that. Is he subtle? Absolutely not, but he always fits the movies he's in. After Stone, he gives the best performance in Poor Things. Ruffalo's next film is Mickey 17, starring Robert Pattinson, directed by Bong Joon-ho. One of the things actor Willem Dafoe has done to maintain his super consistent career is to work with so many different kinds of filmmakers, and they include Paul Schrader, Wes Anderson, Sean Baker, Robert Eggers, Guillermo del Toro, and now you add Yorgos Lanthimos to that list. Defoe in Poor Things plays Dr. Goodwin Baxton and is given a bizarre look. 
Him and Stone have a great father-daughter dynamic in the movie. Defoe really might be the most famous supporting actor of all time. I mean, 95% of his films, he is playing supporting roles. Yet we all know the name Willem Defoe. We all seek out these movies because Willem Defoe is in it. The minute you hear that Willem Defoe is in a movie, you instantly want to see him in that film. And it goes all the way back to Platoon. I mean, this is decades in the making. There has been no more consistently great supporting actor than Willem Dafoe. And the guy just continues to work with new filmmakers he hasn't worked with before. Dafoe has upcoming roles in Robert Eggers' Nosferatu. Again, he's reteaming with a director that he knows. And then he's going to be in Beetlejuice 2, directed by Tim Burton of all people. I mean, Willem Dafoe in a Tim Burton movie just makes sense. And that's the wonderful thing about Willem Dafoe. He makes sense no matter what movie he's in. I would love to see Willem Dafoe show up in a Christopher Nolan movie. I think that needs to happen. I think the world needs that to happen. Finally, Gerard Carmichael has long been one of my favorite stand-up comedians, and I loved his sitcom, The Carmichael Show. In the last few years, he's done some really good acting in films, first with On the Count of Three, which he directed. In Poor Things, he plays Harry, who befriends Bella and tries to show her the harsh reality of the world. He's perfect for the role because as a performer, he demands your full attention. That's what was so great about The Carmichael Show, is it had something to say and it demanded your attention. He is just so interesting as a performer. Director Yorgos Lanthimos has made a name for himself, directing the film's Killing of a Sacred Deer. Starring Nicole Kidman, Colin Farrell, and Barry Keoghan. The Lobster, again with Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz. And The Favorite with Rachel Weisz, Emma Stone, Olivia Colman, Nicholas Holt. And out of those, Poor Things has the most in common with The Lobster. Both have playful comedic tones. And both are weird in the best way possible. What makes him a great director to me is his world building. He makes you suspend disbelief. Also, Poor Things is just a great looking movie. You can say the same thing about The Favorite. You can say the same thing about The Lobster. You can say the same thing about Killing of a Sacred Deer. This guy knows how to make good looking movies and he knows how to use movie stars. The writer of Poor Things is Tony McNamara who won an Oscar for co-writing The Favorite. He was nominated for an Emmy for his work on the great, which he created. No one writes funnier dialogue right now, and no one delivers that dialogue better than Emma Stone. This is her third time working with the screenwriter. She worked on The Favorite. She worked on Cruella. As a fan of movies, I want my favorite actors to say the dialogue written by Tony McNamara. Elle Fanning is fantastic in The Great. So is Nicholas Holt. He's also great in The Favorite, again written by Tony McNamara. What I like most about the movie Poor Things is not only the humor and the oddness of it, but just how relatable the Bella character is. She's starting to see the world. She thinks it's a great place because of the bubble she lives in and then starts to feel real guilt about the impact she's having on the world. As a human being, we've all had those same similar feelings. And the brilliant thing about this movie is having her 
have the brain of an infant because there's a real innocence to the character. She's seeing this for the first time. If she was somebody who had an adult brain, she wouldn't be going through this roller coaster of emotions. Box office. So far, the movie Poor Things has made a decent $51 million. I see that number rising because of the Oscar nominations. Lanthimos is one of those filmmakers whose studios should allow to make whatever movie he wants to make in the future. Clearly, great movie stars like Emma Stone want to work with him. Willem Dafoe wants to work with him. Mark Ruffalo wants to work with him. After Poor Things, he should be given carte blanche to make whatever movies he wants to make in the future. I really do want studios to give this guy a blank check and to make whatever movie he wants to make in the future. Oscar chances. Poor Things has been nominated in every major category, but it really only has a chance of winning one, and that's Best Actress. My feeling is that the prizes between Stone and Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, personally, I would pick Emma Stone to win this Oscar. I want Emma Stone to be one of those people that has two Oscar wins. I think she is our Best Actress right now, and I don't think enough people put her in that category. She is the best actress working right now. And I don't care for the argument that she's already won the Oscar for La La Land. You gave Frances McDormand free Oscar wins for Best Leading Actress because that's how good Frances McDormand has been. Well, guess what? Emma Stone is doing great work in the movie Poor Things and deserves another golden statue for her performance. I also just think sometimes it's great to give an Oscar for a different kind of performance. She's being really funny in the movie. It's a dramatic role as well. There's some tense scenes for Bella, but for the most part, it's a funny role. Sometimes you just need to give the trophy to a funny performance, and the Oscar doesn't do that enough. Last year, for example, in Best Actor, they picked Brendan Fraser for The Whale over the funnier performance, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inishirin, and I do kind of feel like that's a mistake. No offense to Brendan Fraser, I'm glad we're living in a world where he won the Oscar, but sometimes the funnier performance is the better performance as well. I think Emma Stone gives the best performance of the five actresses nominated for Best Actress. So yeah, Emma Stone is this movie's best chance to win an Academy Award because the other categories are stacked. Best Adapted Screenplay has both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Either of those movies are going to win the Oscar, not Poor Things. And I feel like that's right. I think Oppenheimer should win Best Adapted Screenplay. I believe Christopher Nolan should win Best Director as well for Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos should have won Best Director in 2019 for The Favorite, which I do think is a better movie than Poor Things. That might be a hot take. Maybe I need to watch Poor Things another time or two, but to me, The Favorite is his best movie so far. I do love the fact that Mark Ruffalo got an Oscar nomination for Poor Things, but he's going to lose out to his Marvel co-star, Robert Downey Jr. Now, much of this conversation about the Oscars is about how these two men have been nominated for Oscars after a decade of starring in Marvel movies. Again, this is a reminder that Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. are two of our finest actors 
networking today, and they do their best work when they are working with world-class filmmakers like Yorgos Lanthimos and Christopher Nolan. And that's what's lacking in these Marvel movies lately, is that they don't have great directors. Yes, their screenplays are bad, the CGI is bad, but most importantly, the people who are directing Marvel movies right now are not great filmmakers, or at least not given the chance to be the great filmmakers that they are. Chloe Zhao won the Oscar for Nomadland, and then immediately made Eternals, a movie I don't much care for, but who knows, maybe that movie was interfered with by the studio. It just feels like Marvel won't let their great directors be great. And that's why the quality of those movies are going downhill, and I would much rather see actors like Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo in movies like Oppenheimer and Poor Things than to return to their Marvel roles. I know there are people out there who desperately want to see Robert Downey Jr. be Iron Man again. I am sure in my lifetime that is going to happen. I'm sure Chris Evans is going to be Captain America again. Money talk, people listen. But for the next five to ten years, I want Robert Downey Jr. to be in movies like Oppenheimer. I want Mark Ruffalo to be in movies like Poor Things. And if he is ever going to get his own Hulk movie, I hope it's made by a great filmmaker. I've heard people say that Poor Things would be a wild Best Picture winner. Poor Things has absolutely no chance of winning Best Picture. I don't think it deserves to win Best Picture. Is it one of the best movies of the year 2023? Absolutely. It deserved its Best Picture nomination. It's well made. It has great performances by great well-known actors, but it just doesn't feel like a Best Picture winner. You all know that I believe Oppenheimer should win Best Picture. I think it is definitively the best movie of the year, but that's my opinion, and I know other people have other things to say about it, but it does feel like the world of movies in 2023 was dominated by Barbie or Oppenheimer. So those are the two movies that deserve to be in the Best Picture conversation. The other movies like Poor Things and Killers of the Flower Moon, I love those movies. They did not dominate the zeitgeist nearly as much as Oppenheimer and Barbie. And that's how you rate movies, is the conversations you're having about the movies. There are still endless amounts of conversations around Barbie and Oppenheimer. Everybody was upset that Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated for Best Director. And I'm sure many would have preferred to see the name Greta Gerwig over Yorgos Lanthimos. Now, I love the fact that Yorgos Lanthimos was nominated for Best Director. He deserves to be there. Poor Things is an incredible movie, but that's how popular and successful Barbie was. It was also super well-made, so I understand the conversation around that movie. Everyone has also given their opinion about the fact that Margot Robbie wasn't nominated for Barbie. There is real passion out there when people talk about that movie, the same way that there's real passion the way people 
talk about the movie Oppenheimer. And I think those are the kind of movies that deserve to win Best Picture. The ones that people feel passionately about. I love the movie Poor Things, but I don't have that same passion for that film as I do around Oppenheimer or Barbie for that matter. I think the only Academy Award that Poor Things will win and should win is Best Actress for Emma Stone. I do believe this is the best performance given by one of the five actresses nominated for leading actress at the Academy Awards. And I do feel like now is the time to make Emma Stone a two-time Oscar Award winning actress. And I get it. We all love the fact that there's going to be some new time winners this year at the Oscars. There's a good chance that Paul Giamatti is going to be a first-time winner for the holdovers or that Killian Murphy is a first-time winner for Oppenheimer. There's going to be Robert Downey Jr. winning his first-ever Oscar award. But sometimes, someone is so great that they deserve to be a multi-time winner, and that's what the greats are. Meryl Streep has won multiple Oscars. Frances McDormand has won multiple Oscars. As much as I love seeing people win Oscars for the first time, I also want greatness to be appreciated and I feel like Emma Stone is in that category of somebody who in my lifetime should be a multi-time winner of the Academy Awards. She definitely deserves her second Oscar win for poor things. I mean you can make the argument that she should already have a second Oscar for the favorite. She's doing her best acting working with Yorgos Lanthimos and that deserves to be recognized by the Academy. Would I be mad if Lily Gladstone wins for Killers of the Flower Moon? No. But Emma Stone carried the movie Poor Things. It is the leading performance I believe deserves to win Best Leading Actress. Stone and Lanthimos are really becoming one of the best director-performer combinations. I think they're in that same level as Leo and Scorsese. Leo and Scorsese have six movies. Emma Stone is about to do her third movie with Yorgos Lanthimos, and she already has two Oscar nominations and a possible Oscar win on the way. I mean, recently, other great director and acting duos include Greta Gerwig and Saoirse Ronan, although Saoirse Ronan didn't have a role in Barbie. I thought that was really interesting. I would have loved to see her in Barbie. But I think that Emma Stone and Lanthimos are forming one of the most interesting ones. And people haven't really caught up to it yet. And I feel like her winning the Academy Award would be a big step in that duo. I think there's going to be many more Yorgos Lanthimos, Emma Stone movies on the way. And that's a great thing for movie fans. I would like to say there are other actors I want to re-team with Yorgos Lanthimos. Barry Keoghan is on the top of that list. I mean, what he does in Killing of the Sacred Deer is phenomenal. Colin Farrell, I mean, he was great in The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. And another name I'll put out there is Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss in The Lobster and The Favorite. Rachel Weiss probably should have won an Oscar for The Favorite. I mean, my hot take for that movie is that the wrong person won an Oscar 
for their performance. Olivia Coleman is really good in The Favorite, but I believe Emma Stone should have won for Best Actress, and Rachel Weisz should have won for Best Supporting Actress. I also would have given Nicholas Holt an Oscar nomination for that performance. It's no diss on Olivia Coleman. She's just far from my favorite performance in that film, and that's something that I hope that Poor Things does. I hope Poor Things gets people to watch the other movies of Yorgos Lanthimos, because man has this guy have a fantastic filmography. You have Killing of a Sacred Deer, a darker movie that's brilliant. You have The Lobster, like a silly weird movie in the same vein as Poor Things, and you have The Favorite, and if you're a fan of the show The Great, you're going to love the movie The Favorite, and then you have Poor Things, maybe his most wild and fun movie yet. These are all wildly different movies, but you can tell they were made by the same director. He has a singular voice. He is a great world builder. And sooner rather than later, we will be living in a world where Yorgos Lanthimos has won an Academy Award. I just don't think it's going to be for poor things. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly, highly recommend you check out the movie Poor Things. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about Ferrari, directed by Michael Mann, starring Adam Driver. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.